you. It can also be a scenario based, but it could be something that oh, could be about you. I don't know because I can't. I don't think about other people. That's not true. That's not how I'm done. What's supposed to come out? Well, it's not recorded yet, so I guess it is. But we're not there. I don't care. Hmm. All right, all right, all right. You wanna? Talk about your trip now or when we after the intro? Cause they be they be waiting to hear from you. The streets been waiting. No, they haven't. We've been recorded on time. Like it's not like we ain't missed a beat. They don't know that. Oh, they do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming. That's not what I meant. Okay. I'm just. Saying. Um. Depends on your banter question. What's the first? This the first thing I seen in that book. That's not okay. It oh. is. I think it's gonna be amazing. Mm-mm. It's gonna, it's gonna get us ready. You know, step our game up. I might use that as my new dialogue. Your trip. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to expound that that part of the conversation we was at. Where part? What? About the small penis. Because I don't want to talk about that. No. Often. Why would I want to talk about small penis? Okay. Talk about when you was in Panama. Just in general. Um, the the night that you stayed on the resort by myself. Uh huh. Oh, okay, but so you. Wanted oh, because to... I I wanted to. You didn't. I don't think you understood where I was coming from. Mm. We're we gonna do it now. Sure. I mean, I feel like you I have. F- so I, many I feel because you don't know how to just say okay. Okay. <laughs> we're here now. You always want the full joy. I'll be I'll be trying so hard not to give it away. But we're recording now, so at this point, we're giving it away. No, but you said you would use it for your own. But that's okay. What do you want to talk about? Because now I feel like it's fresh on your mind. I don't want us to like. It's still gonna be fresh. But when you talk about, um, you should have been a com. You need to be accommodated for. Oh no, we, I don't want to do that because you understand my circumstances. Because outside of that, I would have took care no, of. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh, in regards to being worried about being the only female with the team. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I hear you. Because the mindset of Gigi back then. Go ahead. It's all good. I'm right here. In the bathroom. Yo, I thought about that. I didn't want to deal with that, though. Uh-huh. I feel like at this moment of the trip, I really just wanted to, like, woosah. And maybe it was more of a selfish thing for me because mm-hmm. I'm always with the team. I didn't want to worry about nobody else. I didn't want to worry about. But, but that's the. But that's what I was trying to, what I was getting at was saying, like, I get it. That's not like, but that's not like the crew. But let's say it was. It could have been my crew. I mean, absolutely. They would have to think twice about inviting you to places. And you know what? I would respect that in the in the space that I'm in right now. Mm. Because if I thought about me okay. two years ago. Okay. I was, I was, I would have been you with, the, with shits. the shits. Yeah. Okay. But. It took me a lot to even get to this trip. And you knew that. I didn't even mm-hmm. bring it up to anybody, not even the pod, yeah. about if I was going. Because I didn't know I was really going. Sure. And when I finally got there, I didn't want to be the team player. I really wanted to just worry about me and my mental health and my self-care and not worrying about anybody else. Because what they wanted out there, I knew. I didn't want that. Mm. Now we was on the same vibe, like, I'm outside, y'all See, outside. but that's the thing. Even if you didn't want that, you would have been with the shits. You're right, because I still wouldn't have worried about it. Yeah, I'm in a different space right now. Uh, see? Yeah. I keep telling you. What? Five year ago, Gigi. Two year ago, Gigi. It's a different person. Yeah, but I'm sorry, cousins. I just want to say that I was definitely that nigga ah. before. Ah, and all right now. Today. And it's so crazy because, like, my cousin was hyping me up like she's the best wig man ever. And I was like. And you let him down. No, I didn't. They did. They, I think they did better without me than they would have did with me because we're in a foreign you country. Think somebody did something better without you? Oh, you're a dickhead. Whoa. Whatever. Wow, y'all heard it here first. People have wow. 
why? Just why? Why? You made the music cut off. <laughs> Banter. Jerk. I know. Because I don't want to think about banter anymore, we're going to get a question every week for 3,000 weeks. Like, check it. <laughs> 3,000 questions about, it should say us. No. Ready? Tell me one stop. 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 Bang. All right. This one. All right. What do you do if people are nosing into your business? Yeah. Oh, is somebody like, okay, what do you do if somebody like getting in your business? You set boundaries. Okay. I'm, I have learned because I'm very forthcoming with me, even though I'm become very mysterious or I'm the person that you meet that I know everything about you and you leave and you realize you don't know nothing about me except my name and my energy. Um, but when it does come to me being vulnerable with people, something that I, because I don't tend to be vulnerable when I do, I've now also understood that there are boundaries to my vulnerability. Everybody don't get that. Mm. So once you are being nosy and I start feeling uncomfortable or like, I'll give you an example. I've had a situation where it sounds crazy, but I had a situation where um, I was vulnerable with a, one of one of my good friends that I thought at the time and I told them some of my truths and only to find out I've heard those same things from a third party that had nothing to do with it. At that moment, I realized that I no longer can share my truth with you because you can't respect my space. You feel like you need to go share it with other people. And what makes it worse is about it. These people are coming to me. It's different if you would have went to... No, actually, it's not different at all. You shouldn't have to share your information with anybody. But the idea that you're sharing it with information with individuals that you know it may come back to that individual, that only shows me that you don't respect me or my boundaries or how I feel about you and the people that I deal with. If you don't think that what I share with you is something that you can't keep to yourself, then I don't need to share anything. Do you confront them? Absolutely. Oh, okay. I didn't before. I would just like stop talking to them. But I'm very on. Actually, I have another story. Can I have one more story? Story time again. Uh, it actually happened with my cousin where we went out to eat and I was like explaining to him like my situation and my thoughts and about like just where I'm at romantically, let's say. And he kind of like low key was trying to tell me about myself. But I've also understood the spaces that he was in and is in and it kind of felt low-key projected projection towards me but i also understood what he was saying 127 go check it out even though i didn't agree and i really kind of felt some way because i was like you kind of know my story you know where i'm at and you know where i'm trying to head and you kind of like being combative of with my journey and i was like everybody's journey is different you may have figured it out at one point or not and you're expecting me to figure it out the same time that you did. And I think you need to give me some time to, and provide me with grace so I can work through that. Because if I'm having this conversation with you, I'm letting you know that I'm aware. Now, these are the steps that I'm trying to do. Don't make me feel bad because I'm not moving as fast as you think I need to in whatever situation I've explained to you. We fast forward. We chilling in... Some chick he messed with, but he don't mess with. He talked to, he don't talk to. I don't know. It depends on the day, the weather. I don't know if his balls itch. That's how she show up. And we chilling and everything is cool. You know, I'm in my business talking to whoever I need to talk to. And he's in his business talking to her. And I get a text message on my phone as I'm putting my phone on the charger from him, too, at that. But he's on the phone. And I'm actually catching me off guard, like. Why is he on the phone and texting me? I'm like, I'm right here. Put her on mute. I look at the text message. The text message is about me. 
And I'm looking at text message, I'm like, this text message was not supposed to be sent to me. Uh-huh. And I look at him and I was like, is this text message for somebody else? Because the way that you're talking is like you're talking about me, but you're sending it to me. And you know how iPhones work. Like when you text in somebody's name, if you want to, it turns like it gives you extra attention. Yeah. So at that moment, he should already knew that he fucked up, but he didn't. So I'm looking at him like, one, why are you talking to me, talking to someone about me? Two, why did you think it was okay to text them, to tell them anything about me? And three, you caught now. Now I know that you out here talking shit about me while I'm with you in your presence. You could have waited. I could have left. Everybody get frustrated with their family, spouse, friends. It happens. Sometimes you want to go vent to somebody. But when you fuck up and send a text message to the person that you're venting about, it hit different. I was like, bruh, what's up? And I said, you know what? You just put me in a space where now I feel like I can't talk to you anymore. And I've set boundaries. Automatically, he was like, all right, don't tell me nothing then. I said, oh, shit. But then he apologizes. But that was his first response. It hurt me because I feel like like this man is my cousin. Like he's my brother. He really made me feel some type of way. And the person he was talking to me about it is the sometimes big woman. The same person that you know you shouldn't be dealing with. You're talking to them about me. Mm-hmm. Either y'all don't got nothing to talk about, or you get into a place where whatever you're telling me is not what you're telling me. You're talking to me about yourself. Because we have to explain this to my wife and pick up the phone because you was telling your cousin about themselves makes me feel like you are trying to find reasons to still be prevalent in this other person's life when they showed you that they didn't want to be prevalent to you. But it also showed me that I now need to start creating some boundaries because either there was a moment where you needed to feel like you needed to tell somebody that you was... It made me feel like he needed to tell somebody he was, I don't want to say better than me, but like... I have flaws. I've never came off as perfect. Mm. It just hurt me. So that was my thing. Create boundaries. When someone becomes too nosy and you have the discernment to understand if this is your trusting circle or not, just create those boundaries. You don't have to tell nobody nothing. And once you learn who they are and how they move, adjust. What about you, Greg? Um, I, I, I confront them. Um, it depends on what you're getting in my business about or what the business is that you're trying to be nosy in. I don't think every situation is created equally. Mm. Um, so, and it depends on who you are. This is a very, um, dependent kind of question. Okay. It depends on who you are. Okay. It depends on the business you're trying to get into. Mm. Um, because I'll give you, I'll give it to you this way. If it's, or I'll put a, I'll give you one scenario. If it's someone... Um, who I don't really care for, right? And the business that they're trying to get into is like my relationship. Um, at that point, I'm gonna confront that person. Like, what? Why do you care? And then I'm gonna do my best to embarrass them. Now, give me an example, because like, even if I tell you why I care, be like, I'll, I'll give you a scenario. Like, why do you care, Gigi? If we're in a situation where I'm not prevalent to yeah. like that. Well, Greg, I think that you're a great person, and I want to just make sure the person that you're with is conducive to your spirit. I know I've been around you, so I'm just curious. And I will try to embarrass you. Right and give me... Get, not about me. To. I don't want to. You embarrass me? Because you said it was you. But you would talk to me about that. Don't use me when you would actually and use me. Why would me. you say you you? All right, use somebody I'm else. You. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm like, I feel like... Fucking with you. Fucking with you. Because I... <laughs> I I'm very prepared of where I've been and where I am. And the only thing I've done is been transparent with where I've seen you and where you are. That's fair. I've, I've never... So, if, if, like, I would just... If, especially if I know something about them, I'll cut deep. Uh, you're an asshole. Why are you in my business? <sighs> especially if I don't care about you. I guess I respect that. But I, I'm not going to go out my way to give, like... Oh, it's not going out my way. 
Stuff like that just it's like a freestyle. I could do that shit like that. Oh, you had you had your gun was loaded. You yeah, were waiting like, to release the clip. Cause that I've that already doesn't... figured like I've already known that you was in my business. Mm. And now I was just like, why are you in my business, bro? Mm. I mean, you give me your reason. I don't care what the reason is. You can say what all I care for. Just know the next thing that's coming out my mouth, pause, is about to be something that's gonna end you. You don't think I prepared? That's really mean, Greg. Sometimes you don't have to return the same energy. Also, understand, like so, I but said. But that's, that's one scenario. Okay. That's just, like I said, it depends okay. on the who. Let's move on. Go ahead. Let's advance. Um, I got to give another one. Yeah, because that okay. was just like automatic. What if somebody that, that I care about, yeah. right? If it's somebody that I care about, I think I'll just be petty and give all of the details that they're looking for. Like, in, like, in, like, down, um, like every crumb of detail you will get about the business that you're trying to be into to the point where I will annoy you. Okay, so you're okay. You're either limiting the conversation or you're over divulging in the conversation. Yeah. Over divulging. Where's the healthy space? Because these there are just no two extremes. Space. Don't be in my business. You're right. Cause I think once the question said nosy just means that, that person shouldn't be in that business. Absolutely. Understood. Yeah, I'm just creating boundaries because I also understood that because I am so low-key mysterious in a way outside of divulging most of my life to you guys that people tend to want to know what's going on with me and I... Oh, maybe I am setting boundaries. Because maybe the next time they'll, now they'll learn not to be in my business. Mm. Oh, look, teacher lessons out here, people. Or someone's been ready to write the book about Greg and want all the details. I just want some commission. I'm screaming. You heard that? He'll just call you like. I had a lunch meeting today. Somebody was like, "I should, um, you can write a book about my life." I'm like, I'm only 31. So what? Ain't nothing to write about yet. You sure? I think. Well, I I guess through the lens of somebody else, maybe through my lens, nah. Yeah, because you, I think that when you're saying that, you're telling me that your life has to get to a close end where you can look at all of it. But why can't there be parts to your story? Um, I think because I don't think I've achieved what I wanted to achieve yet. And I think that's the best part of your story is that to understand your origin and the fact that you're still resilient and understanding enough that you have so much more to go, meaning you have other books to For write, sure. that your first part can help so but many I individuals. Get to the first achievement. Are you sure? For me, no. Okay. It's like imagine reading like an autobiography of about somebody, and the end of the book is, I ain't get there yet. Yeah, that's inspiring. But I, to know that your story in itself hasn't been the end of your story is inspiring. It's low key for me. I'm tired of hearing the full story, even though when it comes to like crime stories, I like resolutions. But to know that there's so there's a part of them that's still can keep going. There's still a part of them that understand that this isn't it. This book isn't the end all be all. This no. is the catalyst of what I am and I can't wait to tell you where I've been and where I'm going. See, I think I, I, a good example would be like Stephen A's book, right? Because, no, just because the end, like, he has more to his story too, right? He's mm -hmm. not done yet. Okay. But he has a, I, I guess a, a stop point where like I made it to the, I made it to ESPM, the top um, earner for one of the gr biggest sports um, media companies in the world. I'm one of the only black um, journalists who could give an opinion about sports through the New York. Like, you have a stop point of, I've reached a, I've reached the mountain. Like, I've mm -hmm. reached the top of a mountain. Mm -hmm. There's more. Mm -hmm. Like, you could, you know that there's more. Like, mm -hmm. he's going to, um, like, there's more to his life. He even says that too. But he has a, like I said, a stop to a top of a mountain. And I feel like I don't have a stop to the top of a mountain. Yet. I think it's because of what you're measuring yourself on. If you thinking about it on the outside for a consumer and a reader that wants to know your story, mm -hmm. just think about you growing up, you establishing yourself, you being able to be a husband, a father. There's so many mountains that people still haven't achieved yet that you have achieved. That's yes, fair. maybe in on the professional light that you haven't gotten to that Mount Rushmore, but understand that there are people still working towards even the lowest achievements that you may think for yourself. Mm -hmm. So don't ever under mis 
ever underestimate the idea that your story, because it continues, doesn't amount to anything. I didn't know that's. that's it's very know. inspiring. For sure, I appreciate that. Um, and that you're you're not. I'm not going to sit here and say that you're wrong. I just think to to for any individual, I think any individual will feel that way. Like if you wanted to do some kind of autobiography, you would want a a stopgap milestone that you can end. Like if if my life was to end today, like I've achieved this. But you got. I'm talking about you got to feel that internally. Not like what other people see about yourself. If you if yes, if you don't feel that way, I don't think no one will write um write an autobiography about themselves. I agree with you, but I don't because I think that those same individuals that may have felt the same way as you have understood that their audience is not worried about those mountains. It's literally the ones that you've achieved at this moment. Mm -hmm. So they can find some similarities some familiarities to see that you've had insecurities instead of when you've established all of this now i get internally where you would feel confident enough to do it that's what i'm talking about me like yeah the but i think that the best writers when it comes to autobiographies when they are still alive it's not about them because i think that they always want to achieve more it's about sure. understanding your story and how it's going to change the people's lives. Because, yes, Because Greg, they feel like they've achieved something. No. They have to. They have to feel like they have achieved something to feel like their story is unique. No. I, I well, think okay. so. I'm talking yes about to write a no. book. Yes. It, but achievement is relative, right? Yeah, Because what, that's why you we're here. Yeah. What I'm saying is that when you are telling someone your trials and tribulations, even if you haven't completely gone through it, but you're letting them know you're going through it and you're still okay, it's still a story. I'm not saying that it's not. Okay. I'm not saying that it's not. I think, like, if you um, think about Jay-Z, right? Mm-hmm. However, however you personally feel about Jay-Z, Jay-Z is considered the best rapper of all time, sure. right? Now, think of the trashest rapper you could think of, okay. right? And knowing who Jay-Z is, like, I mean, as much as you know about Jay-Z, his ambition mm-hmm. and how business savvy he is and how he's always pushing for more. Imagine if Jay-Z at 50, I think he's like 52, 52 years old right now, if he was the trashest rapper you could think of, you think he'll write, want to write a book about himself? Mm-hmm. Think so? Knowing what you know about Jay-Z today, if he was like... He still got all the same characteristics. He don't got the same rec- um, notoriety though. Yeah. And he's the the asses rapper. Mm-hmm. You think he would want to write a book about himself? You yes. think he would feel like he achieved something? Yeah, I think that if he's still around to this day and he's still known as the ass rapper, yes. Why not? You think so? I don't think so. Okay. I would think he would feel like he didn't do I shit. I think narcissism is real, and the fact that and. Not saying that he is, but confidence and the idea that you're still a part of a community, even if you're the wackest, doesn't take away. It's like the person that you said to create a podcast. Just because we don't think it's great doesn't mean there's a community that doesn't. That's true. I agree with that. And the only way that he's relevant, even if we know he's trash, is because there's still people that listen to him. So why not? You know what? You're right. Because somebody was writing a book, and I felt like, why the fuck are you writing a book? Amen to you. There you go. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) And you said me. You coming at me, but I know you. You see? Mm -mm 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 Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It didn't happen, though. Public.
Hello, people. Welcome to Convo 128 of Just a Conversation with Greg and Gigi. I'm the person that talks first. Group, 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 G. And uh. I am joined here by the person back from vacation. Gigi, 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 Hi everyone. Um, I'm all right. Uh, vacation was definitely well needed. Um, I know I didn't share that with you guys because I wasn't sure if I was at going for sure. But I went to Panama and it was amazing. I've never went to Panama. I didn't think I was ever gonna go to Panama. Um, that's not true. Uh, because shout out to Jelly, she's Panamanian, so I probably would have went with her at some point. But it was amazing. Well. <laughs> getting there wasn't so amazing. It was a debacle in itself. Leaving there was a debacle in itself. Just the whole idea of traveling within Panama, debacle in itself. However, we made it there. Um, I met a lot of family. Shout outs to Josh. Um, he's my cousin. We were celebrating his birthday. And like 27 of us, including him, showed up. And it was so amazing. And I found out this part of my family, like they travel together everywhere. Like they've gone to Dubai. They've gone to Alaska. Like they be living their best lives. And I can't wait to travel with them again. They're supposed to be going to Africa. I might be going to Africa. Um, I just want to say these airports, uh, I don't know how y'all do connecting flights. I'm not, I, I don't like it. Uh, it's stressful. Um, I'd rather just be on a direct flight. Um, I know that people don't want to do like, you know, the, the airlines that are cost effective, you know, the spirits, the frontiers, uh, don't do that, and so you try to still try to accommodate costs with connecting flights. Save the dollars, save the dollars, cause um, direct flight is peaceful. Did you yeah, worry about dollars? save your dollars. Oh, spend your dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No yeah. Oh no, no. Just use apps, research. No last minute. That's on you. You gotta be great. Um. But just don't, the connecting flights is not for me. That's what I'm going to say. Um, fun fact, if you go to Houston, if you ever fly into Houston, uh, their airport closes at 11 o'clock p.m. So if you get there after 11, you don't, you can't check in bags. Yo, can I just say, everybody want to shit on the East Coast, Right. But we don't got dumb problems like that. Yeah, no, we were, if it wasn't for the fact that our bags were already tagged, we wouldn't be able to put our check bags on the flight because we had a delay mm -hmm. in our connecting flight. And it was so frustrating because it was just like, how do you bring us to an airport that closes at a certain time and now we can't even get our bags on the flight if that was the case because I'm flying into this airport. That's some dumb You story. know what they kept telling us? You got to wait till tomorrow. Nah, I don't wait till tomorrow when my flight leaves at midnight. What do you mean? It was, whew. But thank you for the grace of God and the universe. We end up getting our bags on the flight because it literally turned 11 o'clock on the dot. Fun fact. If you are traveling internationally, uh, you have an $800 credit in regards to tax-free things. After that, you have to pay taxes on whatever you bring into the United States. So, but if you're a couple or married, you get $1,600. Um, then after that, you get taxed on whatever things that you get. So, my cousin happened to buy a Gucci bag. Yeah, yeah. It was over $800, and he bought a few other things, too. So we definitely ended up having to deal with customs, which also prolonged the time to almost making us miss our flight because now they have to go through your things and ask you questions and make sure that you're paying the taxes appropriately. Um, because we are recorded, I'm not going to tell you how we figured it out, but everything worked out for us. Um but Greg, it was a flight. 
Um, outside of that, I'm happy to be home. Uh, I met some dope people on my travel outside of my family. Cat, shout out to you. And yeah. I mean, I feel like I have more things to say, but let's talk about you, Greg. How are you? I haven't seen you, Greg. I'm good. I got some Twizzlers. Yeah, you hungry. I'm um, thinking about chicken so bad. Um, Should I? What was I going to say? Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Um, You know, I've been sad, but I feel like I'm turning Did the you miss me? I was sad, but I'm turning the corner. Um, oh. Don't touch me. Touch me. Now you don't like like touch me. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I feel like I'm turning the corner and things are I don't know if things are looking up, but my perspective is looking up. So I guess that's a good thing, right? I feel that way about me too. I realized that even though this used to be like my mantra in the past couple of years, but this year I felt like I kinda lost it was we can't stress about things we can't change. We only can work on what we can. And at this point, like, even with the things that we can't change, it's better to work with it than to try to work against it because it's happening. Amen to Jesus. It's hard. That's a good one. Yeah, so. That's a nugget right If you don't want to be here, don't be here. And if you want to be here, show up. And once you don't show up, you tell me where you want to be. No mm-hmm. worries. Random thought. Yes. Did you realize the brat was in a bikini? No, when? Why did you think that that's because why? I kept seeing it on inst on um on Twitter on X. X. Um, she was she had a music video with Tyrese. Mm-hmm. And like you know when the, when the brat was was really rapping, well, mm-hmm. not really rapping, but when she was like rapping, rapping, mm-hmm. she was in the bikini. And she looked good, mm-hmm. like good, good, mm-hmm. like like now recent. No, 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 back no. in the day, back then. Okay. she looked. Yeah, brat was had it. Ooh. Yeah. If she put a lot of these these current female rappers to shame. Mm-hmm. And she can rap. Yes. Ooh, shout out to you. Still like pussy though. Shout outs to you. I know. Topics? You want me to go first? Sure, because I forgot my. You're lying. I didn't, I ain't lying. No. No, I really no, I can go first. Maybe. I think yours is better though. Let's start with. Mine is just like I think we're gonna say some definitions and be done with it. Okay. When you're in a relationship, who takes precedent? Your family, kids, or your spouse? I also have a part two, um, but I'll wait. Or do you want me to put that in there too? No, just wait. Okay. Because follow up question would be, what are we? No, that wouldn't be my com- no. no follow up question. Oh, you mean so like you are we question. girlfriend, boyfriend, fiance, husband and wife? Husband yeah. and wife? Um, we can go through the tiers. I'm okay. open with that. I think girlfriend and boyfriend, um, kids, family, spouse. Okay. I think when it comes to my boyfriend, it would be kids, spouse, family. Hmm. I don't think you agree with that. Why not? Because you got to do it in the opposite too. You putting your spouse before your family? You putting your boyfriend before your family? I guess it depends on what it is. I mean, I've been in situations, I think I told you about when I, no, I didn't tell you about the situation. Uh, there was a Thanksgiving. This is when I told you, like, me and my ex will alternate Thanksgivings. This time we're at my family's house. And I bring him over, and all my guy cousins are being extra on him, like, calling him a low nigga, like really trying to belittle him because he's not, he doesn't want to respond yeah. in the way that he should. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I had to check that. That's different. When I think of choosing your family over your spouse, it's like, um, your family needs money for something insignificant. It's not important at all. Okay. And you need money too for something that's insignificant. Doesn't mean nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And you choose to get the money to the family. Okay. When you say insignificant, give me an example. I don't know. Whatever 
true because it's significant. Actually, I was really a, that was a bad example. I would say let me get a little bit more serious, more realistic, right? Okay. Um, like if we boyfriend and girlfriend, um, you are when we hanging out and your your mom calls, you're gonna pick up the phone all the time for your mom and have a full blown conversation with her. Yeah, because or well, unless I'm, you know, having sex, then that would be yeah, weird. But you're just hanging out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like so, you're always gonna make sure you talk to your mom. Yeah, or my sisters. Yeah. Okay. That's so, what I mean by putting. Family okay. Family. Okay. So, because I was just thinking about that scenario where yeah. I knew that I could have sided with my cousins because I knew that they were being protective, but I didn't like how they were treating my spouse. Yeah, of course. That's that's different. You're defending. Okay. So yes. Yeah. So boyfriend and girlfriend, kids, family, spouse. That, yeah, for yeah, for boyfriend. Yeah, I agree with you. Then we're on the same page. Then, if you're using that example, then that would be my answer. Um, if you want to, um, for fiance, yes, kids, spouse, family. Okay. Um, and this is on the assumption. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, kids, spouse, family. See, I, I'm still now, because of the situation that you put me in, uh-huh. I'm still kids, family, spouse. It's not until we're married huh. that now it'll be kids, spouse, family. I think it's situation-based. Because I think I agree with you, too. It probably still is the same, too. I guess it just, it's just it's situational. Like, I don't... You could miss a phone call. Are you calling me back? Like, or are you texting me back? Like I'm saying, no, like you like if we're hanging out, you could miss a phone call with your family. Yeah, like I said, if I'm outside, you know. No, not even if we're if we're having sex. You could what, missing a phone call is not like we're gonna separate eventually. Maybe. But there'll be downtime eventually. Okay. And like that's like but you're still putting your spouse before your family, right? That's what I'm saying. But I think you still, because it's, it's, I still think in, in big situations, family comes first. Mm, I'm torn because th- I'll tell you my follow up because it, I think it really depends on how you grew up. I took that's what I'm taking into account. Yeah. Right. So do you want to go to my follow up question then? Because um, I feel like we agree when it oh. comes to being married. It'll be kids, spouse, family. I no, think up not. until the moment where... It's not kids, spouse, family we married. It's still fa- kids, I think family, it's, spouse? I think it's spouse, kid, family. Really? Yeah, only because... Um, You're a man? Maybe. Maybe that's really what it okay, is. Okay, because I feel like... And, um, it's, yeah, you're a man, but it's also because, like, she can't, she can't be a good mother if she's not good. I can't be a good father if I'm not good. I think that's the biggest misconception about being a parent. Like, if yeah. the parent ain't good, how can the kid be good? I agree, but if, if I'm always if I'm if I'm making sure that my kid is good outside of me, mm-hmm. that's the foundation of who we are. Because we've already established that for sure from boyfriend and girlfriend to fiance. But now, as married a couple, my spouse presidents my child. Only because if I know that the way that I make sure my the way that I make sure my child is good is to make sure that the woman taking care of my child is good. Understood, but I feel like I think that's maybe just no matter thing. if I take care of my man or not, my kids have to be good because I can tr- think I'm taking care of him. Mm-hmm. I can think I can do the best that I can be for him, but if he's still not satisfied, doesn't change the fact that my seeds in the world need to be. Cultivated no, and great. I think that's so. I will always make sure that they're okay. My person is not guaranteed, even if I lock it in and I can be the best version of myself. But the one thing that's going to be consistent and literally the 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 repeat repetition in my life is my children. So let me let me give you a scenario, right? Where because I can't. I don't know if you're going to see it my way. I think you're in a, I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. and my wife has a terrible drinking problem. Okay. To the point where she's pissy drunk. She can't function. Nothing like that. Right. I think anybody and 
let me not say anybody because of the way I grew up and not having a family. I'm going to do everything in my power to keep my family together. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that and in this instance, I am thinking about my kids because I uh, uh, so there's no precedent. Mother. Huh? In order for them to be good, you got to make sure they're... But it's because That's, of your kids. It's not because gotta, of her. Right? You, you know gotta, what I'm saying? You gotta, like, you, you gotta, are... Yes, you want her to be okay, but you need her to be okay because of your kids. You got it. If you ain't had no kids, bad. You got but it. Because you know that your kids need their mother, that's why you're trying to make sure she's great. Because guess what? She's been drinking since she met you. She might be drinking a little bit more. But your kids are the reason why you're like... I need you to be better for yourself. That was good. You got it. But if I don't have no kids, yes, my spouse comes first, then my family. For sure. Um, and I'm, I, I want to say that I'm family oriented, but I'm not as close to the family that I want to be. So I may always choose my spouse. However. Your spouse becomes your family once you're married. Understood. And that's why once I. That's why you want to protect that. So once I am married, it will be my kids, my spouse, my family. Yeah. But even as engaged, this person can leave them all. And I also take into consideration that as a person that doesn't have children right now, the people that I'm going to meet may have children. Mm-hmm. I can't. That's not true. That's not, I can do whatever I want. But I would always want to know that your priorities is your child because the day that I ever decide to have children with you, that will be your priority too. Mm-hmm. Then me, I have to accept that. I'm not unless I'm dating someone that had no oh, kids. That's such a morbid question. That's fine. Unless I'm dating with someone with no kids, then yes, it should be about me. But once I understand that there are kids in the mix, I've understood that no matter the priority that I want, I need you to be the best father that you could be because that's the only thing that I know. I can't trust somebody that don't want to be there for their kids because the day that I want to have kids with you, now what happens? True. And it doesn't work out with us, unfortunately, or, you know, I don't even put that. But I want to know that you still show up for our kids the same way that you show up for yours, whether you're with me or not. I had such a, I got such a morbid question. Okay. Um, can I just ask it? And if you want to take it out, take it out. Sure. If... If your spouse had, if you was in labor, mm-hmm. and your spouse had to choose between you or the kid, uh, what would you want them to do? Choose the kid. You're so selfless. It's because that... He wouldn't. Um, maybe not. But I would say choose the kid because, just to be transparent, I didn't, did not want to have kids growing up at all. I was okay with not having children. I got a dog. I was living my best life. I'm fine. After the pandemic, my life has changed where I felt like the legacy in myself and kind of low-key, understanding how amazing I am, that why wouldn't I want a little me in the world, whether it's a him, her, or they? It's not Carly. And, you know, because Carly can't say that I'm her mama, for real. Um, And so that that would hold different precedence to me because I would understand that, like, this may have been my only opportunity to have that child. And I've lived my life, and I have now understood that my chapter may have closed, but this, this little being has so much more. Why would I take that away from them? That's fair. That is fair. And that is a logical way of thinking for you. No man is going to think that way. Is he gonna be, you think he will resent the child? Um, no, it's not even that. Um, speaking for myself, I, no. If the only option was to save the kid, absolutely do what you need to do. But we could make more kids. Mm. That would be my thought. Mm. I already know what life is like without this little person. I don't know what life is like without So you think that I want to go through another life-threatening situation with another kid and bank on the idea I'm going to make it through the second time? With therapy and prayer, probably. I'm willing to roll the dice on that. That sounds more scientific than a mindset. Because my thing is, obviously, something medically happened to me that I can't survive, and the child can survive. Why? Unless unless science tells us that, things happen all the time. You're right. So, and and, and I'm getting that you're saying, like, therapy and... but. Even in the idea of you don't think that I would be scared to try to want oh, to try Oh, for sure. Again? That's why I said with therapy and prayer. Mm. Okay. And I'm willing to roll the dice on that. Okay. 
with it? Do you want to do part two? Sure. Does your upbringing matter? Absolutely. I think so, too. I think that some people, they may not be in a situation where kids have been so important that they don't worry about the kids. Um, I know people that have had kids and don't care that they're present or not in their child's lives. Uh, And that kind of throws me off because I'm just like, why? Why do you understand that there's a part of you out there and you don't want to get to know them or meet them or be in their lives? That throws me off. So for them, it would always be their spouse. And that would only show me that they would never never choose their family. Got you. Because their family has shown them that they haven't been there for them. Got you. I, for me, it matters, like, the way you grew, the way you grew up. Because the, the women that I'm attracted to, um, even though we kept putting, um, not we didn't put it at the bottom, but um, we put it at the bottom when we talked about if we were married or not. Excuse me. Hey, the burp. Burp. Uh, ooh. The way that you interact with family is super important to me. Because if you get into a relationship with me, I'm not coming in with family. I don't have family values. I don't have family tradition. So I don't understand what the family first dynamic even means. Outside of my brother, I don't know that shit really matters to me. So the way you treat your family, especially if you have that homey family matters vibe to you, that shit is attractive as fuck to me only because there's a foundation that we can build from. Um, or the, let me say that I can build from because I could pick away at like, I don't really like that kind of family value that you got. We're going to take that one out. We're going to do our own thing. I'm screaming. But there's something there. So I think the way you, um, the way you was brought up for me definitely. I agree. And very interestingly enough, I realized that even though I grew up with both of my parents, I find myself attracted to the men that do not have two family households. And that's all I've known, which is very interesting to me when I kind of like look at the dynamics of the men. They either have their single woman household or their, their dads. They're just raised by their dads. They're not really familiar with the whole family dynamic that I'm used to. And I also think that plays into a part because... I think that's just opposites attracting. Possibly, but it's like, why not have... Because I may not be as family-oriented as I was, but I know that I'm family-oriented. Like, that's just... Everything that I have grown up to be has been surrounded by my family. And to me, someone that doesn't value those things, even though I may not understand how much I value it, kind of throws me off. Like... I'm kind of grateful for some of my past relationships because they've showed me that like men who don't have that full dynamic such as embrace people that want to be around you. But what I've also realized is low key my downfall is that they embrace it, but they don't know how to receive it. And I don't get that same reciprocation because all they know is a single parent family household gotcha they're not able to navigate or understand or sometimes even appreciate having a spouse or a person there because that's not what they're used to Mm. and so sometimes that throws me off because i find myself attracted to these individuals and i'm like look at this whole village that i have and you got you know a little town and, and i'm trying to come over there and they're not really accepting as this village that i have because then you look around their town you and you realize, realize... You got to under, also understand why that village is so small. You mean town? Or whatever. Wait, is a town bigger than a village? I don't know. I feel like a town is bigger than a village. I have a town, they have a village. Can we, can we say a state and apartment? Sure. You got to realize why... House and apartment. Sure. You got to understand why he lives in a house. No, why he lives in an apartment. Oh, why does... Yeah, you got to understand why I he live lives in, in an house. apartment. If you don't understand why he lives in a um, in an apartment, that's kind of that's kind of on you. I get that, but it's like, and, and like I said, it's not about really what I've just found, what I've been attracted to, and what that has been my experience. But it's very interesting to know that these same individuals that can see my dynamic and want to embrace it, 
on the other end doesn't even know how to technically re- receive it if I'm on the on that end. Oh. I feel like the men that I've been with, like their moms who happen to be single moms, don't be that happy. And then if they're if they are in relationships, you know, if they've been with that's what, well, that just takes work. It takes a lot of work, and it's because you got to think about it. Especially a mom to a son, right? He is, she is the only woman he knows. That's my problem. That just takes work. And and you know what? It's not really a problem. It's really just accepting the idea of this is how you know how love works. Yeah. This is how you understand how love is but received I don't think and it's provided. The same way with the father and the daughter too. Yeah, but this is in a situation where I'm in a full family dynamic. I'm in with mom, dad. I see them together. I see his interactions with me. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's not always the best. Everybody that's together is not great. But in my family dynamic, like, parents wasn't going nowhere. They were together. All I know is my dad. I know him as a provider. I know him as a protector. I know, like, these are the things that I know from him. Mm-hmm. Then I go over there and, like, you don't. You may not have all those dynamics that I have because you, unfortunately, wasn't able to experience that. Okay. Doesn't make you less than. Just change your perception on how relationships function. And what's the problem with that outside of? Because sometimes it doesn't correlate. Sometimes oh, the cause everyone's not like you. Everyone's not the person that didn't grow up in a family, but is understanding of a family dynamic and wants to be a part of it. Some people don't even know how that works because yeah. of their experiences. Got you. I understand. Got you. But they got babies, though. Jesus Christ. Two. Huh? Huh? Something. Some, it's your turn, turn, Greg. Um. Whew. Is there a difference between being emotional and... Sensitive. It's being sensitive, yeah. I feel like is insensitive. Sensi- being sensitive, isn't that an emotion? It is not an emotion. Okay, let's look at it. Because you told me not to look at it before. Happy, sad, mad. Okay. It says... Sensitivity is a broad term used to describe one's response. Oh, this is from Medic and it... Medic. You don't go to Nanet.com. Sensitivity is a broad term used to describe one's response to the environment, either physical or emotional. So it's not an emotion. You can be emotionally sensitive. Yes, you can. All right, so let's find out what emotion is, and then we'll do a movement of energy. Okay. Is that you you did this already? No. I mean, think about the word emotions. A natural, instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationship with others. Okay, that's emotion. I'm thinking of the Latin meaning or the Latin. Okay, you were breaking down the words. You don't think that's interesting Mm -hmm. to do? Yeah, of course. But you got time. Um, Sensitive is quick to detect, respond to slight changes, signals, or influences. I think they could play a part with each other. They do play a part. Like, mm-hmm. of, of course, they go hand in hand. The the where this question come from is people. I always say you emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking that that also means that you're sensitive. Yeah, that's not the truth. Everyone's emotional. No, everyone is emotional. No, they're not. Everyone is emotional. No. Um, there are people with autism that can't uh, go based off cues, so their emotions not, are... Not, not if you're clinically diagnosed with a, um, a disability. Woo. Words. Let me not say that out loud. You did. No. I have no way worse than mine. Okay. Um, I can't stand you. Why? Why you do that? He just was that guy. Think about the most 
straight-faced person you could think of, right? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't rise to the occasion or get upset or get too happy, get too low, right? Even that person is emotional. It's impossible not to have an emotion about something. Logically. Unless you have a mental disability. Yes. Okay. Right? Now, being sensitive mm-hmm. is giving into those emotions. Like being swayed. Like watching a movie, and even though it's a sad part in a movie, you got two choices right there. You can either sit there and watch it, or you can start crying because you're sensitive. Sensitivity and emotional is two different things. But they play a part in each other. They did. I'm not saying that they Because don't. in order for you to even tap into sensitivity, you have to be emotional. I just, you know what it is? I just hate when people say, yo, you being emotional, bro. You being emotional, sis. Isn't that better than say, you're being very sensitive. But that, use the right definitions. Use the right words, people. So, <laughs> the idea for you is that people are more sensitive than emotional. Absolutely. But it, in order for them to be sensitive, they have to be emotional. Everyone has emotions. Unless we, we are. This is a bad question, Greg. <laughs> this is going to be a 10 minute conversation. This is okay. I know uh, we had some time. I've been away, but she, did you get it from the book? Huh? No, actually, I've been thinking about that all week. <laughs> I thought it was such a good topic. Boy, was I wrong? Whoa. Wowzers. Wow. What do you think of um, the spot? You know, you I, I don't know what you want to do. I just. The conversation is kind of moot because it's like you can't have one without the other. You can't say you're emotionalist but then be sensitive. And you can't say that there's a difference between emotion and sensitivity, but you it have is. to be emotional in order to be sensitive. So at this point, the conversation is kind of moot. It's like, oh, no. you can't. Oh, I'm not an emotional person, but I'm super sensitive. You can't be. That's dumb. So the question kind of goes into as an emotion person, you can be emotion do you feel like. But not a sensitive person. Meaning that things that trigger you won't trigger others, but you can't talk about my experience because things that may trigger you so might not trigger me. It's re- relative to the person that thinks it's sensitive. If I tell you that, ha, 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 you ugly, and I'd be like, and all of a sudden you break out into a cry, but I could do that with my boy and he laughed with me. Yes, that's relative. Because for him, he don't... He understands your conversation, but for somebody else, maybe you calling them ugly was a trigger because someone had called them uglier. So let's advance the conversation. I'm happy about that. First off, you just went to a whole diatribe about a bad topic. So Ah! (laughs) eat a Frank. Um, I want to. I bet you you do. So bad. Hot dogs in the refrigerator. Um, Are they cooked? No, they're not. I don't want to be a part. Are there? I don't think there is anymore. That's good. Would you consider yourself sensitive? Now more than ever. And now, like, I am... That's why I try to create boundaries, because my sensitivity is lethal. It's like, before I used to succumb to people's thoughts, ideas of me, or even, like, you know, the way that they're feeling, I'd be very, you know, watered down, receptive. Now I don't. Now it's really just about me, my self-care, and what I need to be... To be great, mm-hmm. and I no longer, I'm not as sensitive to people's situations as I used to be. I'm understanding. I'm empathetic. No, don't think about it externally. Are you sensitive? Better question: Has people called you sensitive, or deemed you sensitive? Oh, in the past year, this year, 2023, absolutely. Okay. You can literally tell me to shut up, and I'll cry. That's that's where I'm at. Before I would curse you out. Walk away, don't even care. Now, someone could tell me shut up, and I probably would cry. I'm fu- I'm not okay. I'm healing, <laughs> but I'm not okay. I know that's where I'm at. I wasn't like that before, but now, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry too, because <laughs> I hate this feeling. But grief finds its way to. Show itself in different forms. Very, very true. So. Okay. I'm doing my topic. Wow. I told you my topic. Greg, you had too much time to fuck up like this. Anyway. We just spent a good 15 minutes on that. Oh, okay. And you went to town on it. I'm screaming. 
That's wild, yo. No, that's conversation, Greg. Yo, no credit. No credit. Stop being emotional. I'm not emotional. You're sensitive? Oh, actually, I am being emotional. (laughs) I be wanting to be sensitive. I'm screaming. I just don't know how to be. Yes, you can. Yes, you do. Nah. You have a daughter and a... Yeah, you've maneuvered around that. I'm just not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I be wanting to be like, yo, this hurt my feelings. You don't want to tell somebody that? But nothing hurts my feelings. I'm screaming. And I be trying to lie to myself like, yeah, it's supposed to hurt. Make mm. it hurt. Like, this hurts your feelings. Mm. That's some shit, right? Mm. I talk to myself, too, so it's okay, right? You do? I'm the first to understand you, right? That's good. Right? All right. Hello, everybody. Thank you. If you are at the end of this podcast with us, that means you have made it to New Dialogue. And New Dialogue is the time of the show where we talk about things that we have found interesting. So, who wants to start us off? Hey, Gigi, what you got going on? Travel. Even if it's an hour, two hours, another state, around the corner, get out. Um, I think that everybody needs a brain break. I think that even if you think you can afford it, there's always something for you to take a moment to yourself and just kind of shut everything else out because it'll definitely give you a moment to refresh, reset, and be great. I wanted to like expound on my trip to Panama, but at this moment, I want y'all to keep the same energy. I don't want y'all to be emotional. I don't want y'all to be sensitive. I want y'all to think that I had the uh, best trip. There. I see what you did there. No, <laughs> to man and. I just think that a brain break for anyone, no matter your circumstances, even if it's just the comfort of your own home, you should provide that grace to yourself because there are times where we allow the world, our circumstances and our livelihood and just the meaning to survive, control our dynamics in life and that doesn't keep us happy. So take a moment and just think about you and make yourself happy. What about you, Greg? Nice. I got a couple of new dialogues. Go ahead, Greg. I have right. books too, but I don't care. Um, the first one is rest in peace to Bray Wyatt. That mm. just crazy. Like he was just rumored to be coming back to wrestling. Mm. Just passed away. They say he passed away from complications with COVID. Uh I, t- I told you. That shit. That I shit told you crazy. there's some shit in that shit. What shit? We might we need to we need to pay COVID. attention. He caught COVID. He had a heart disease. Mm. 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 Um, he didn't ever got a shot. I don't know. I bet you he did. He did. Um. So yes. Uh, I had rest- more deaths in my family too. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Two more. I think three more actually. Like this 2023. It's just the summer. The summer could just. No, 2023 yeah. in general. Throw it away. Um. And my second one is. Um. So I started journaling. Ooh, I journal. Manifest your seed. Um, and this is, I think I would encourage more people to do it if you don't want to talk to nobody. Mm. That's fine. Mm. But journaling, if you write down your thoughts and then read that shit back and you see how stupid you sound, it makes you feel better. Not true, because I don't always read it. But I can say that if you are hard, hard. That's not crazy. If you find trouble with starting to journal, just start off with this, because then you can also find prompts or things that you thought about. Think about the f- first three things that you are grateful for. Even if it's waking up in the morning, the fact that you ate food, the fact that you're able to travel. Do that, start that, and then journal. Because then it'll allow you to understand that no matter what circumstances you are, that you're in a space that you understood where you are. And now you can write about where you're trying to be, what you're going through. But it starts it off on a good note. And every time you read it back, you'll understand that despite this paragraph that you wrote about how hard, great, or indifferent your day was, you were grateful for these top three things, at least. So that would be my, my thoughts. That's how I do my journal. Like. Yeah, I just write what's up in my head. I do too, but it always starts off with, what I'm grateful for. Actually, I start off by giving praise to God. That's the first thing. So that's I do that in a different sense of talking about what I'm grateful for. So no. we're in the same space. No, we're not. 
Okay. <laughs> and yeah, that's all my new Greg, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for making it this far in this episode. We've missed you. Oh, you didn't miss us because we've been here. Don't even worry about it. I missed y'all though. Greg, you want to let them know how they can find you and how they can find us? Sure. You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter or Instagram. I hate it. Um, it's all right. We all on the porn site. Mm-hmm. Um, at Greg Nelson 26. Yeah, that. And then follow the pod at just the convo underscore pod on Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever the porn site. TikTok, YouTube. YouTube. Listen to the pod. Yes, watch us. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music. Yeah. However you want to listen to it, Acast. And have you noticed that you've been getting random followers from like. I get random followers every day. Oh yeah, and I like I gained like eight followers and lost five the other day. I don't check the losses. Well, I can notice because my numbers are low, but I'm just oh. like it's probably because I didn't follow them and I didn't know who they were. But neither here or there. I love you guys. If you are trying to tune into me, just know that eventually I will tweet at one point in time. And I love you guys. And you can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> At G Carly Seven. Love you. And that's G Q A R L Y and the number seven. And if you forgot today, if you didn't want to tell someone today, if you wanted to smack the shit out of Greg today, get that shit out of my face, Greg. <laughs> Greg and I want you to go be great.